What is going on, folks? Hey, it's been a nice little hiatus, but we are back. Too long, Dave. We are back. Three man. weeks is too long. Three weeks, man. It's fantasy football and wine. It's your man D Hayes. It's your boy Angelo. And we're finally back. We let three weeks go. You know what I mean? But we just wanted to see what it was. You know, we wanted you to to miss us. Right. That's what we wanted. Absence <laughs> makes the heart grow fonder. And hopefully, that's what happened with you guys listening to us. You you missed us. So hopefully, they sure did. I know they did. But we don't want you to guys. We don't want you guys to miss us any longer. So we're gonna we're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna get our, we're gonna right get our together. Yes, I'm gonna bleep that out. Don't, <laughs> don't. Let's stick it to the executives. Yes. The producers. So you know, as always, uh, be sure to follow us on social media. That is Fantasy and Wine on Instagram, on Twitter, Fantasy Football and Wine on Facebook. Uh, hey. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes now. iTunes, yes. We, iTunes official, baby. After we got iTunes official, we stopped recording. <laughs> right. We got big-headed, you know what I mean? <laughs> but we are on iTunes now, so uh, you can still listen to us on SoundCloud for those who have, like, you know, Android team Android phones. phones. Yeah. Don't well, worry. get to the program here, people. You're not discriminated against. We still have love for you, too. Fantasy, football, and wine. get them iPhones. Yes. But, you know... Um, since, we're, yeah. since we're big and bad now. But definitely I mean? follow us on our Twitter, on Facebook, uh, Instagram. I try to be active on Twitter, on our page. I try to be. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's kind of difficult. I was actually tweeting the Monday night game from the Bears and the Seahawks. Yes. I did see that. That was fun. So we're going to we're gonna step it back up on our social media, on everything. We're going to step it back up, folks. Uh, so... You know, since we've been gone, it's been three weeks, man. For three weeks, has been it's a been lot has happened. A lot, a lot. Man. It's not even a little. A lot has happened. So we have so much to talk about. I have a lot to complain about. Uh oh. So there's, there's this is fantasy things. football and wine. Where we whine about fantasy football. Yeah. This is exactly you know what? what. Oh, this is a good segue <laughs> to say <laughs> we what didn't we even talk about the one. We got. That's how you today. know we have a lot of we have a lot of stuff to shake off. We got so, a lot of three weeks of rust to shake off. So today we got the. What is this? It's Mogan David. David. Uh, yes, America's classic wine, blackberry. It's a red wine yes. with some natural flavors. I'm gonna now, try. This is it right actually now. one of my favorite. It's a personal favorite of mine. I kind of drink this um, on the reg a lot. Yeah, on the regular. Uh, it's it's got that nice grape. It smells pretty taste, good. You know what I, I mean? love grape. So uh, you know, let's toast up to this. Cheers. Mm, nice. Yeah, I'm dig it. I love uh, flavored anything, <laughs> to be honest. Now, see, uh, it sucks with this one because it's actually recommended that you know for a, a different, different type of taste to it. Yeah. You know, you can have your favorite lemon lime soda. You know, like a sprite or something okay. up like that with it. So we don't have that it today. Tastes good, but but that will add more like a bubbly almost type of taste. It's not bad. It, I like it. That's different. That's totally different. That's for sure. So, now that we got that out the way, just like you said, bro, it's been three weeks of football. Yes. A lot of good. A lot of good and a lot, a lot of bad. bad. A lot of surprises. A lot. So, uh, I mean, I, I kind of about... want to get straight to straight to how you feel, man. Let, like, let's jump into it. What, what are you thinking about these first three weeks so far? Bears. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bears. Legit. Yes. Defense. I should, I should just probably. Bears are legit defense. 
with some question marks on the offense, mm -hmm. mostly Trubisky, but it's only three weeks. They play Tampa next week, then they get the bye. I'm sure after that, they'll start getting that feeling. Yeah. I'm sure they'll pick it up, but that Bears defense is no joke. And when they first traded for him, we recorded, and we were saying how the Bears are legit. Yeah. You should get them on fantasy. Yeah. And if you got them on fantasy, you are happy you have them in your happy. fantasy team. Absolutely. Khalil Mack is a monster, man. You saw those stats? Presence. You saw those stats they have on, on Khalil Mack where he has a forced fumble, a touchdown, an interception, some sacks, and the Raider defense has basically one no. sack. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing next to what Khalil Mack is doing for the Bears. That's crazy, man. You know, the thing that I'm most impressed about is he he just seems like that you know football version of a LeBron James to that Ooh. defense you know what I mean like it seems like as soon as he came into Chicago everything he's done has made the other defensive players around him better mm -hmm. I mean when it comes to just his rush you know just just the 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 focus that the offenses have to do on him allows for other guys to get better rushes and, that, and it just makes everybody else better like, yeah. yeah absolutely it makes everybody else better um and you can see it on the front end you can mm -hmm. see that defense eddie goldman uh no eddie jackson yes you can see um the lineman goldman i forgot his first name uh, Akeem hicks yeah they're just monsters man that's a good team yeah, that but in the same eight, in the man. same instance um, they're number one in the division right now. We're recording. <laughs> right. They're number one in the division for the first time in, in how a long? long time? Like four years. Um, Bears are number one, two and one, followed by Green Bay, one, one, and, and one. one. So you know, I think that's cool. Um, Anybody else that stands out to you? To me, what stands out, and this is kind of going to go into something we're going to talk about later, but I got to admit, man. I <laughs> Me and you have both been wrong a lot <laughs> about about a certain player on a uh, a certain team right now that's currently undefeated. Man, who is it? The Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. Offenses. Yeah, dude, we we totally messed that <laughs> we up. Smoked. We Man. smoked that one. So, so we the the in the first first pilot episode we said that this is a fantasy football and wine where we whine about fantasy. Yeah, we're not experts. We just love to play the game, and what we see, and what we saw actually, yeah. is that the Chiefs had a lot of question marks. Patrick Mahomes was probably not going to be very good. Mm -hmm. Kareem Hunt, which we're still actually, uh, we're still we're still on tack on that. We said yeah. that Kareem yeah. Hunt wasn't going to be that great, and he's not really that great. He's all right, um, but er everyone else on that Kansas City Chiefs is amazing. Yeah, and I can't believe we didn't see that coming. I can't. I believe. doubted Andy Reid. And for 10 years, as a Philadelphia Eagle head coach, I never doubted him. And I doubted him this time. And look what he's doing again. Quarterback whisper. Man, look at that. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is a beast. And I am so upset at whoever has him because they're so lucky. They are. Man, yeah, and you probably likely. they probably drafted him in like the eighth, ninth round. Reach. You, but, either, you either got him at but man, that was one of the last rounds you draft or... Some people lucky enough to get them without even having to draft them. Um, yeah, Kansas City yeah. offensively, they are looking Mad fantastic, They're looking unstoppable. Unstoppable. I don't I know mean, who's going to stop the them. The weapons they have over there, I mean, Sammy Watkins, freaking Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Kareem Hunt. 
who still hasn't even gotten going as far as the running game. Yeah, they have so many weapons in that team. Um, it's, it's crazy. The defense is kind of like mad, but it it's actually getting better because they're going to get back uh, Barry. Yeah. Eric the Barry. Sa- Eric Barry, the safety, they're going to get him back. Mm-hmm. And they're just it's just going to put them at another level. And these guys are great. I mean, in the same division with the Chiefs is um, is the Broncos, the Chargers, and the Raiders. Obviously, we know what the Raiders were once they let go of Khalil Mack. And John Sucks. Gruden is 0-3. Uh, the Chargers, I like. I love their offense. Mm-hmm. Um, but their defense is in question. I thought they were going to be legit, very man. Very suspect. I thought yeah. they were, I had high hopes for them, too. And so I far. sure did, too. Um the Chargers are one and two, but also they faced Rams last week, and yeah. that's not an easy task. Very tough. It's not an easy task. Uh, but a lot of people stand out in the Chargers, especially Mike Williams. I'm so glad that uh, I re- I actually went and got Mike Williams in my league. Some yeah. of them, um, Broncos. I mean, same old Broncos. I guess you can say with a different quarterback in Case Keenum. Yeah, he's uh. I mean, he's looking like one of the he's, better quarterbacks they had. What they had since last hey, year, man, yeah, absolutely, you know I mean? definitely. Um, actually, another uh, another team that I am really, really looking at, mm-hmm. and I didn't see this coming, is the Bengals. Yeah, they. Andy Dalton. I said that the only person to own for the Bengals is AJ Green and Joe Mixon, and I'm still right. Right. <laughs> but they actually, you should probably get Tyler Boyd. You should probably yeah. get Andy Dalton. You should probably get Gio Bernard. Yeah. You should probably stream the defense if they play a good matchup. You might have to. Man, there's, that's a good seen team. In a while either. You know, but... Especially in the, I believe it was week two, Thursday night with the Bengals, and yeah. AJ Green goes off and scores three touchdowns. Yep. Psh, come on, man. Joe mm-hmm. Mixon, too. Even though he got injured, Joe mm-hmm. Bonnie Bernard last week stepped up big. He was the work horse for yeah. that running back team it was great that team sure. is they so uh they i'm not that high on the Bengals because they just they remind me of like that good you know that that good regular season team that can either get off to a nice start they or always a do start. this though they I mean, always start off nice and then they kind of fall this is so cincinnati to me. i mean that's true but we can't also we said it that cincinnati wasn't really going to do much but they yeah. are yeah. Uh, they're ahead they're over the baltimore ravens the Browns, now that the Baker Mayfield is starting. Let's talk about the Browns. Baker I, Mayfield, it's it, time. I mean, it sucks because I was a Tyrod Taylor fan, but it sucks. But And, of course, he got that concussion and yeah, man. he slipped in Mayfield. and He didn't do that bad. He did a, he did a pretty decent job, and that offense came to life in a way. Um, with him in the game, man, they, he makes me interested in watching Cleveland Brown games. Yeah, definitely. And that game against the Jets on Thursday night, had a different feel to it when he it came on the field. We weren't even there, but watching it on TV had a different feel to it. Yeah. As soon as he came in and he made passes to Jarvis Landry, to David Njoku, I got excited. I was like, wow, this is what's up. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it going. Um, <clears throat> we're watching Julio Jones. <laughs> we're watching the Falcons and the Saints right now from yeah. last week where they go on to overtime. But again, Falcons and Saints, that division is tough too. Because you know who it is who's on the board, who's on top of that? You got Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Buccaneers. Fitz Ryan Magic. Fitz Magic, who look like Fitz oh Tragic. God. This on Monday. But no, he still got it. He's still yeah. there. He was putting up four. He's been the three consecutive weeks. He's put up 400 yards in passing. That is true. Now, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they have to realize that they cannot keep doing that. They have to have and have to develop a running game. Yeah. Payne Barber sucks. 
That's he a for sure does. thing. <laughs> they should start using that second round pick, Ronald Jones. It sucks that he keeps getting Something, scratched off man. three weeks in a row. They need to establish that run game in order for Fitzmagic to continue. Exactly. And if not, then they're not going to continue. The only one that's obviously going to benefit from that team is going to be Mike Evans because Mike Evans is a beast either way. Yeah. You know, but without that running game, this is the NFL. The NFL, you start some way, but they'll figure you out. Yeah. You know? You notice there's it's been a lot of teams whose running game just really hasn't gotten going yet. I mean, it's them. You know, if you're talking about Minnesota's running game hasn't even gotten Yeah, on. Dalvin Cook, injured, Latavius Murray. Doing much. Right. But, um, you know, there's... Detroit, before we get into two power rankings, um, I want to get into a team that I want to pop our Don't Be So Thirsty on. Okay. Are you going to say the Chiefs? No. Um, <laughs> but there's another undefeated team that's such a fluke that they're undefeated right now. And that's the freaking Miami Dolphins. I knew you were going to say that. So, yeah, that's that's my don't be so thirsty team right there. That's the team I'm I'm looking at like, okay, so what? You're 3-0. So what? So what? Move I mean, on. You're going to start taking L's. It's, I mean, it's the Dolphins. They're not really going to. I would, I would be shocked if the Dolphins just went on a run to be a, a very competitive team. Um, I mean, if we look at who they played, the Dolphins played the Titans, they played the Jets, and they played the Raiders. Nobody. So the Titans, <laughs> they got Mariota hurt. The running game isn't there, just like you just said. A lot of teams aren't getting that running game going. Right. Um, the Jets, they got that Sam Darnold. He's just starting. Mm-hmm. Second game. You know, it's gonna get it's gonna take him a while as well to get him going. Mm-hmm. And then they play the Raiders, who obviously have nobody and Amari nobody. Cooper sucks. It's just funny to see it. They're the only team in their division with a winning record. Everybody yeah, else everybody is winning. Everybody else, two. yeah. The, uh, the Patriots are second, <laughs> Buffalo Bills are third, and the All Jets are one fourth. and two. Except for them, they well, see after this after this week against the uh, the Patriots, then they got the Bengals and the Bears. Let's see how they do then. Let's see uh, if they're still know, undefeated. You know they're taking the L to the Come Bears. on, I will, I'm I'm excited for that game. I'm gonna definitely circle that October 14th. So you know, with that with that, folks, you know, it's just a lot of stuff going on in the league the first three weeks. Yeah, it's still relatively early, but. We are going to transition and kind of give our power rankings of the top five teams um, overall in this NFL season. Um, you said teams? Yeah. Okay. So The Chargers. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm that's, gonna, that's not it. I'm going <laughs> to go with my list from five to one. Okay. Uh, coming in at number five on my power rankings, I think you're going to like this choice. I'm going to go with Philly. Okay. I like I like how Philly's looking. Um, I like despite, their defense, yeah. Despite, you know, the running back injuries with uh, Jay Ajayi and now Corey Clement. Um, Stepping up. Yeah, he's always um, – see, the, the thing about the Eagles is the depth. They have a lot of depth. Yeah, exactly. And even if, if – I mean, obviously, in the wide receiver side, mm-hmm. it was it's iffy, but – you, sh- you saw it last week against the Colts when Carson Wentz returned. Yeah. He has Aguilar, and he, after that, I don't know who else you got in the wide, wide receiver, but then you got two of the most stud tight ends in Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. Yes. And he used them to his advantage. Yes, he did. You got Wendell Smallwood, who's actually a decent running back. Yeah, he you is. got Corey Clement, who's actually, who sh- who's like probably, if Nick Foles was an MVP, he would have been MVP in the Super Bowl. I could agree. Um, 
And even if Jay Ajahi was hurt, you still have that depth and that defense, man. Yeah. That defense is, is no joke. They'll keep everyone in, in check. They'll keep games close. They're nice. So yeah. they're going to get the ball rolling as they that. get more guys coming back healthy. Uh-huh. So exactly. I well, definitely want to have them in my number five. I think going uh, number four, I'm going to put Carolina there. Okay. I really like I really like what they're doing. Um Christian McCaffrey, who's a, a name that I'm going to mention a little bit later on, is just playing like a freaking stud right now. Um, we just have like a hundred and was it fifty something yards rushing like just this uh, past Sunday? One hundred and ninety four. One hundred ninety four yards. <laughs> so you know what's got him in the league, man. <laughs> man, like the guy, the guy is just uh, is just playing lights out. You know, even even them with uh-huh. Greg Olson being hurt. Right. You know, it's not. They're not really missing too much of a step. Uh, I like what Cam is doing. You know, just the team overall, the defense is looking nice. Um, I mean, it, it actually, with that running game, it's it starts with Cam Newton. Yeah. You know, he's he's the one that the defense always looks at, and that's why Christian McCaffrey was able to find holes. Like, that offensive yeah. line was doing super phenomenal job for them. For sure. Definitely opening it up for them. For sure. And then number three. I'm going to put this team at three just because even though they're undefeated, I just fear that they're going to come down to earth one day in a matchup, and their defense is not going to be able to hold. But I'm going to go with Kansas City at number three. Okay. Um, They are a high-scoring team. Yeah. You know, you're getting 38, 40 points a game the first three weeks. That's phenomenal. But you're also allowing over 30 points a game, too. And I feel like with that combination, you're going to run into a matchup where you're not going to score as much. If your defense is still allowing points, that's a bad problem going going forward. And, you know, if you're going to need your offense to kind of pull you out of some holes, it might be tough. You know why I think that happens, though? Um, I feel like it happens because the Kansas City Chiefs offense is so good that they'll score pretty quickly, mm-hmm. which means that it gives the other opponent a chance to come back into the game, which that's means true. that the defense has to come in the game, and they'll get exhausted. Yeah, I think maybe that's why it's happening. It happened in Philadelphia when Chip Kelly was head coach, where his offense was all about let's hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, yeah. and that defense was on that field like a ton of time. I can see that. And they got exhausted, so that's another reason. But you can't, I mean, if that offense is clicking, yeah. I wouldn't worry about that defense. I can see that. Coming in at two, you know, um, they're kind of going through a quarterback uh, injury issue right now. I don't know how, I don't know the severity of the injury or, or how he's looking, at least for the weeks going forward. But I like the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. Um, they're what just, do you mean quarterback change? No, not change, but injury. Blake Bortles got hurt, right? Mm, no. You didn't? No. Oh, wow. Okay, so my help. sources are totally off. No. Um, I'm not going to put my... For Jacksonville is the running game. Got you. Okay. Leonard Fournette has not played in two weeks. He got hurt the first week before halftime. No Fournette's, no problem. So that's what's that's what's messing that... I, I mean, Jaguars are the Jaguars because that defense is a stud. Of course. And, I mean, we saw it in New England. We saw how well prepared they can be. When it comes to Blake Bortles, yeah. who threw for four touchdowns. But then we saw the following week with Tennessee, mm-hmm. how he's not so much prepared. And yeah. he they only hit three field goals. Yeah. And it was a defensive game. So, 
in that instance, like I I like them at number two. Probably not, I probably would rank them lower and put Chiefs at second and the Jags at third, only because obviously the Jags are, you know, they got that defense that can hold it down no matter what. Yeah, and that's why I put them above because of their defense. Um, Who's number one, I know who it is. Number one is the obvious. The Bears. Chicago Bears. No, I'm not. <laughs> as much as I'm a hometown guy, I can't put Chicago number one, but I will put the obvious <coughs> Los Angeles Rams. Rams are legit, I mean, man. Every single the player is legit. complete team in the NFL right now. The only yeah. thing that sucks is Aqib Talib has going to have ankle surgery. I know, yeah. And Marcus Peters is probably week to week. That's the only thing that sucks. Only thing. But remember last year, they didn't have them too, and they were still the highest scoring offense in the league. And this year, they didn't year, have Adamican Sui. Yeah, exactly. This year, they're, they're still going to be, man, they're so good. Um, with Jared Goff, with, with uh, Robert Woods, uh, Cooper Cup, yeah. Brandon Cooks, their whole front three wide receivers are a must, must own and must start um, players in your league. Mm-hmm. And of course, if you ha- if you have Todd Gurley, you know you're lucky. <laughs> you're, week in, week out, week in, week you're just sitting back relaxing, deliver. man, sipping your wine and looking for that W. You can be down day. by thirty points, and you can have Todd Gurley playing, and you won't have to worry because he will get you them thirty points. <laughs> Trust me, I know because he's whooped my ass in the championship game last year. So. um... Who's your? Who would you rank as your top five? Um, I would probably go. I would probably go. I would go. Mm, I would go Panthers at five. Okay. Panthers at five. Eagles at four. Jaguars at three. Chiefs at two, and the Rams at one. Definitely. Okay, so we had the same. Oh, and Green Bay Packers thirty-two. <laughs> and Dallas Cowboys thirty-one. I would have Cowboys at 32. And Washington Redskins at 30. Chicago Bears. And New York um, Giants at They just missed the cut there. Six for me. <laughs> so, yeah. going from that, we're going to go into our fantasy football power rankings. Um, so, the way this is going to work, we're not going... We're, at least for me, I'm going to try to stay away from first-round picks just because... Of course, if you pick anybody in the first round, you expect them to do first-round player things. So what, so what he's saying is we're not going to really follow what we – it's our, our list, right? What yeah, we, it's our list. So it's not like what we see online or anything. It's right. just our list. And, yeah. if, and obviously, we're not going to put Todd Gurley at the top because Todd right. Gurley is, yeah, definitely on the list. But we're saying more like, for example, someone that stands out like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. He's my number five in my power list. Okay. I like that. It's like magic. That. Which, I mean, nobody. Nobody you, saw it coming. If you, if you actually coming. drafted him on your team, I don't know what you thought. Maybe you see the future or some stuff like that. And I have to come and get like a psychic. Actually, Ryan Fitzpatrick should be number four because he has an epic beard. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, but yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick at five for me. What okay. about you? At number five, I'm actually going to make this a tie. Between two players, um, just because, at least in your drafts, you pretty much got these one of these two guys in the back end of your second round or your early third. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm gonna give it up to AJ Green and Tyreek Hill. Um, those two guys are definitely playing like you know the caliber wide receivers that you'll get 
at the very first pick of the second round or the back half of the first round. I can see that. Um, Tyreek coming out the gate with two big games. Man, that dude is a beast. That first game he played, a punt return, a touchdown. Crazy. Crazy, man. Crazy. And I, and I, and I have to put him there just because I didn't really give him that much respect. Um, yeah, we sure did it. As far as far we as sure the rankings, so. I think I lowered it. I think he was like lower than than freaking Julio. Uh, not Julio. Like I don't know. I know I lowered him really low. Yeah. Like I, like the I ranked him really low. Boy, so I, I regret that one. Respect. And then AJ Green, a guy that I actually, I was actually, I wasn't big on, but I wasn't doubting him. I just felt like last year's numbers were. A lot due to just the overall play of the offense of the of the Bengals and Andy Dalton and stuff. But, you know, I felt like he can go back to being the A.J. Green that everybody's accustomed to, being mm-hmm. like the third or fourth wide receiver taken. Um, so, I mean, him coming with three tu- a three-touchdown game, you know, that was big in week two. It sure was. Um, so, I like him there. Uh, for my number four, uh, and I actually – thinking about it, I might have to slight him a little bit higher. But I'm going to go with a guy that we are watching right now, Alvin Kamara. Um, just because I was out, you know, in the running back rankings, I just was not high on him. I thought for sure that he's going to be a victim of the sophomore slump. I thought for sure that he wasn't going to have as big of an impact as he did when you first picked him up off your waiver wires last year. Uh-huh. But he's proven me freaking wrong. It made me look like a jackass. So good. I'm happy I'm happy to be that. Um that dude is a beast. I mean even if he doesn't score a touchdown, he's getting his yards in receiving for sure. He's getting some yards on, on the ground and if you got PPR, oh my God. <laughs> I mean love. His reception yeah. numbers is just crazy. I so think, I think for so I said five is Fitzpatrick. Yeah. I think for my number four, and he's only gonna get better because he just looks really good. And I'm gonna so like and you and people were drafting this guy at the back end of man, like at nine or ten or something. Yeah. Chris Thompson. Mm, that's a good one. Man, that is a PPR. Player that you want on your Going team. nuts. He is great, and it doesn't even look like he broke his leg last year. <laughs> so I honestly was saying that entire year, not entire year, the entire um, time that we recorded in the first uh, few weeks of the podcast that I wouldn't, I actually didn't even mention Chris Thompson. Right, I didn't. Either. I was telling everyone, why would you want Chris Thompson when Adrian Peterson is a guy to own? Yeah. Chris Thompson is a guy to own. Even Adrian yes. Peterson can score for two touchdowns and almost rush 100 yards. Chris Thompson can probably still get like 40 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown, but then he'll go out and get like 100 and some passing yeah. uh, uh, receptions and a touchdown or two. Yeah, and he's that more all-around guy. Yeah, he's definitely. that all-around guy that, man, I definitely snooze on that guy. Um, My number three, I'm going to put out Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Um, that dude, also somebody else that you most likely got in the back end of your second round, mm, potentially. Probably not. Well, some people have. If they did. We, oh, I did. Yeah. I did. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you get him in your, your like, mid, later second round That's picks. That's right. I sure did in our but league. the way he's playing, he's playing like a guy that, I mean, also you another, wouldn't look stupid if you no, got him in the first round. Not at all. PPR player. 
PPR caliber player. He's going crazy, of course, and, and as far as PPR again is, you know, receiving receiving numbers, but his rushing numbers is really what's standing out to me. 184 yards last, it wasn't 194, it was 184. 184, okay. Yeah, but still, so that's I, almost 200 rushing yards, that, man. That right there alone is why that he's is in my crazy. ranking for, you know, because last year he wasn't really doing that on the ground. No. He was more so just being that receiving back, but now, I mean, he's he's being crazy on the ground too, just as much as he is receiving the ball. So that guy is looking like a guy that if somebody was crazy enough to take him in the top seven, they really wouldn't be looking stupid right now. Not at all. <laughs> um, actually, for me, another running back that I go for number three is James Conner. I like. He stood out big time I like. in the absence of Le'Veon Bell. Yes. Um, and, I mean, even though last week against the Buccaneers, he only rushed for 61 yards... Um, but the game before that, he rushed for 135 yards. And the game before that, he rushed for 135 Breakout yards and two game. touchdowns, man. Mm-hmm. This, guy is, this guy is good. Nuts. And Le'Veon Bell, who? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure they missed the guy. But Pittsburgh is not stupid. And they got a kid who can actually, who, who's a good back, too. And it's looking like he might take over that backfield for the whole season with the, the Le'Veon Bell not nowhere in sight. The way the Steelers are talking about, you know, nowhere in sight, my friend. Listening to trade offers. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's serious right there. Mm-hmm. Who's your number my two? My number two is a guy that I am so proud to say that I own, but at the same time, he's doing the things that I was actually, you know, really praising and, and vying for out of Ken Allen. And that's Michael freaking Thomas. I mean, the way he's playing Just right say now. say everybody from the Saints. <laughs> is nuts. And the thing, that, the thing that's really the most impressive is the number of targets that this man is getting mm-hmm. from Drew Brees. I mean, out the gate, your first game, you're catching the ball 18 times. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he had only 20 targets. Yeah. So, so Holy. to get twenty <laughs> targets and you catch eighteen of them, number one, that's just good. That the reason why I'm in love with that is because that's a testament to Drew Brees' completion percentage. Yeah. I mean, he is such a freaking accurate quarterback. He is such a guy that's going to put the ball in a spot where his receiver can get it. And that's the thing. And and his Twitter handle is perfect. Can't guard Mike because you Can't cannot guard, guard that man. Him. Um, last game, he did 10 targets and had 10 receptions. Yes. And this so, was a great game as we're watching it right now. Um, it was that Michael Thomas is a beast. I, I also am proud to say that I, I have him and I'm not going to get rid of him. Even as many people That's ask all. me, trade me Michael Thomas. I am not. I am, a, I am the type of person who will make trades. Who will risk trades? Some trades probably won't make sense because I already did one of those. Spin but, move. But I know for sure that a uh, a player like Michael Thomas is worth keeping the whole season. Uh man, uh, how do you feel about about saying that he could finish easily top two? I feel very confident, especially the way he's going. He's averaging. Uh, there's he's predicted to average over 200 receiving yards. That's I mean. Uh, receptions this year and that's a record nobody's ever done that that's crazy no one it's on a crazy pace right now that was a nice spin move by drew Brees. this is the spin move at the uh at in the fourth quarter a minute to go yes where he juked 
two Atlanta Falcons and he scored a touchdown. <laughs> Drew Brees, man, who's five what five ten or something? He's like barely six feet, <laughs> and he's still doing big things. Yeah, um, Michael Thomas is definitely number two, man. Uh, number two for me is another quarterback, uh, and this is the thing: like quarterbacks are a big a big deal. Yeah, and it's Jared Goff. Okay. People were drafting Jared Goff very late, late in, in the draft. And Jared Goff is one of those players who last year, as you can see, had, again, number one offense in the league. Yep. And now this year, again, still leading a number one offense in yep. the league. And all the players that they have is ridiculous. You have to have them up there. Jared Goff is a player to own. I just drafted for him. Yep. I had to get rid of Russell Wilson, who was the number one quarterback league last year. Uh, number one fantasy quarterback league last yeah. year. I had to get rid of him. I had to make some moves. Yeah, because that offense looks terrible. That offensive line looks terrible. There's no wide receivers but Tyler Lockett. And it's just, it's it's hurt, hurting me. And our number one, our consensus number one. We agreed to this one. Because, I mean, everyone knows who it's going to be. we are both. I don't even we're know. both so wrong about this guy. Freaking but Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. God, he's such a. I mean, what? Beast. What? What else do you want us to say? Leading the league in touchdowns. What is it? Thirteen? Like, yeah. Right. And no interceptions. None. That's like that's the beauty of it. Thirteen touchdowns, zero no picks, zero picks, and I don't, I don't see this offense like. You know, I talked about the fact that I fear that their offense is going to come back down to earth, but at the same time, I don't see them coming down so bad or like to to a point where it is going on bad stretches of games like i don't see it either i don't see it the same way that alex smith did last year no not at all i feel like it can still continue to go right and that is scary because that team doesn't look like it's going down anytime soon they're um, gonna patrick mahomes is the number one quarterback in the league and he damn well deserves it for how he's playing. Most people you know what I dislike? I dislike when I when I when I listen to talk radio and they talk about how the Bears should have had Patrick Mahomes. Even if the Bears would have had Patrick Mahomes, they would have found they would have found a way to blow that up too. Probably so. They would have probably had Patrick Mahomes sit in the bench just like they did with Mitch Trubisky and put him in the game. What Andy Reid did with him was amazing. Alex Smith was awesome. Yeah. Was an awesome quarterback, uh, a veteran that that helped him. Somebody to learn yeah, from. Some, exactly. And, Who the and, hell is going to learn from Mike Glennon? No, right? That's the problem. <laughs> and then and that's what Andy Reid has already. They've developed that offense already for more than four years. Yeah. So they already know what they want to do and how they set it up. And they, they just did a phenomenal job keeping Patrick Mahomes. You know, he was he sat for a whole year, but he yeah. learned so much. And now he comes into play. And now he's the leading touchdown uh, in the league, a quarterback in the league. And it's it's uh, it's perfect fun. It's fun to him. watch. Yeah, perfect system. It's fun to watch. And plus, man, he's got weapons. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. He's making. He's and making I have it. Travis Kelsey. I'm. He's making me very happy with taking Travis Kelsey. I was a little bit nervous on him because I don't normally take tight ends as high as the fourth round. But, yeah. You know he's making he's making him look great. Um, yeah, and that whole offense, man. That just, was a good tackle, right? Yeah. What was different from this one than what Clay Matthews did last week with Alex Smith? None. Exactly. That's the stupid rule. I this don't like whole, that. This whole roughing the passer crap, man, it's, it's such BS. I'm not even a Packers fan, but I felt for Clay Matthews. Dude, when I Clay that. Matthews has already had three sacks taken away from him for that stupid rule. 
And that's so stupid. First three weeks, he's well. He deserves. Besides the Bears game, he got screwed on the other two calls. He doesn't deserve those calls. He one against the Bears is fair. I don't remember that one. It was fair. That's a stupid rule, man. And they did that. They did that in the Monday night game with the Steelers and the Pirates. And the Pirates. The Steelers and the Buccaneers. <laughs> the Steelers and the Buccaneers. Um, they did that too, man. That that they need to fix this rule. They need to fix it now. They do. Because there's so many games that are going to be online because of that stupid rule, and. I don't know why people are complaining about people kneeling. They should be complaining about people getting flagged for stupid sacks. That's not even a, it's not even supposed to be a penalty. Look at that. We got a rant. We got a rant. Stupid. So man, um, we have to talk about how we're doing. Yeah. Know. So a lot of people, a lot of the NFL experts, you know, they'll tell you who to pick up, the waiver wires, and all that stuff. But they don't really tell you what they're doing in their leagues or anything like that. Mm-hmm. We're not experts. We're not. Fantasy football analysts. We're just a couple of guys who love to play fantasy football, love to talk trash. For the better or for the worse. Yeah, and you know, I am in three leagues. Dave and I are in one league, and in that league, uh, I am two and one. And I am one and two. If you are a regular listener, you would know that I kept insisting that you should draft running backs. That you should get as many running backs on your team because they're not, you know, they're, there's not too many of them. And, I mean, it's it's you can see it now. There's really not it's a lot of them. very ugly, very yeah. fast. But in that league, I went ahead and I drafted really nice. I like my draft. <laughs> in that league, two and one. I did too. Um, I got Jared Goff, Antonio Brown, Keenan Allen. Emmanuel Sanders, Adam Thielen, Jarvis Landry, Christian McCaffrey, Carson Wentz, Jay Ajayi, and my other two running backs are Sony Michelle and Chris Carson. I should be 3-0, ladies and gentlemen. This team is stacked. This team is stacked from top (laughs) to bottom. I should be 3-0, but I'm 2-1, and and I'm okay. I'm going to be humble on that Um, because what's really pissing me off is that the guy who's 3-0 and has Darius Geis on his bench <laughs> and he's he still 3-0 he freaking drafted Darius Geis in the draft <laughs> we all looked at him like he was crazy we um, were like dude did you, do you not do you not watch the news but see even even as you as a fantasy football player um, you might have a great team like me but don't be afraid to work the waiver wires keep looking for that potential breakout star if somebody isn't doing very well for you Get rid of them. Don't mm-hmm. have them just sit on your bench. I drafted Robbie Anderson, and I thought that he was going to be a breakout star. The first three weeks, I was not liking what he was doing, so I had to cut him loose. Yeah. That's what you got to do. So in that league, I'm 2-1. and one. In another league, and I call this my big money league, unfortunately, I'm 0-3. Oof. I am very disappointed in that uh, because I had high hopes. And pa- on paper, my team looks amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> But I, you, that's not going to do anything for you in fantasy football. Mm-hmm. You got to go with people who are consistent, who can get you points. You don't be afraid to make trades. If a trade doesn't make sense to you, but you feel like this, it doesn't make sense to other people, but it makes sense to you, do yeah. it. Yeah. Like, don't be afraid to get rid of a good running back or, or whatever. I, in this league, I legit had Leonard Fournette. I had... Um, who else? Mark Ingram. I had Devontae Freeman. Mm-hmm. I had Royce Freeman. Mm, okay. 
Before that, I was high on all of those guys. Yeah. I thought that they were going to be good. What happens in week one? Devontae Freeman hurts his knee. He's out for two weeks. Yep. Royce Freeman, the Denver Broncos decide that this kid is not really your starting running back. Let's get Phillip Lindsay in here instead. And Phillip Lindsay decides to do from? well. You always got to play the wave of wires. Always pay attention to your players. You might think they're going to be well, but honestly, what if they're? You just don't know, and that's the beauty about fantasy football. You just don't know. Yeah. Don't be discouraged if you're not winning. Make sure you're smart. Play the waiver wires. Play. Uh, find different trades. See if you can find different people. Yeah. To you know, you can help them, and they can help you. Which is why we say you don't win your league at your draft. No, you don't. That's just that's just part of it. That's just a nice part of it. The rest of it is really. It's about strategizing, man. And, you know, just like you said, you know, you, you got to have that ability to not have an emotional attachment to guys that you pick. Right. Because some guys, they're just going to reveal that they're just not who you thought they were going to be. And you have to let them go and you have to make tough choices and tough decisions to, you know, either trade, uh, drop them and pick up somebody else to yeah. get better value. So, you know... And there's always going to be week in and week out that one player who breaks out. Yeah. The first week, nobody really mentioned Calvin Ridley. The second week, oh, Calvin Ridley is actually pretty decent. You want If you want, pick him up. If you want. If right. you need help. And then week Boom, three... Week three, plays the freaking Saints. Goes for over 150 yards with three touchdowns. Goes nuts. And he's probably sitting in the waiver wire, just chilling. I wish he was in our league, Except but he's for our nuts. league when that one guy decides <laughs> to play him. That one time he decides to play him, and, yeah. and boom. So that's, that's a smart. I mean, is that smart? I genius? think so. That's a genius move right there. It's like he saw the future before he we sure did. did. But, um, um, what about you? So for me, I mean, I'm missing two leagues this year, which is I, I tone it down from what I normally do. Um, two leagues, two money leagues. Um, in our league that we're in together, I am one and two. Unfortunately, I had the uh, I had the sad outcome of being one of those guys who drafts nice in other positions, but running back. So I'm kind of paying for it. <laughs> um, my lineup as follows is Kirk Cousins from Minnesota. That's the last game. Yeah, he did. He was he was good the first two, but and just then, Buffalo is just and like then, what and then the, the hell? infamous Buffalo Bills coming to town. The trap game, man, it really got me. And I got DeAndre Hopkins, you Michael know, Thomas. You know, wait, hold on. Before you, you know DeAndre Hopkins is good, but that offense is super surprising that they're not doing better than they should. Yeah, they it's really, so surprising. In fact, they're on three is kind of it's crazy. It's and then that defense isn't even very good. Keep going. I'm sorry. I got Michael Thomas, who I'm like the most proud of so far. Lamar Miller, Travis Kelsey. Uh, I had Latavius Murray as my fill-in. Corey Clements. Deion Lewis, Derrick Henry. Why? I don't know. Josh Gordon, who I'm just waiting to unleash. Come on, New England. Come on, New England. <laughs> come on, Bill. I got uh, Julian Edelman ready to come back from suspension. You know what they should just do? They should just let him smoke marijuana. Just let him smoke marijuana. <laughs> and let him go for 200 yards every game. <laughs> Please. That would, that would make me happy. I got uh, DJ Moore from Carolina, who I'm probably going to drop this week. Uh, my kicker is Jake Elliott, and then I have uh, the Jets defense, who I'm probably going to get rid of as well, and find a defense to stream. 
So, I mean, my team so far, like, I like my team, but of course, running back is my weakest position. But then you can always, again, if you work the waiver wire, you'll be able to find something. If you yeah. make some trades, you'll be able to get something. Yeah, so you know? I'm, I'm not too I'm not too worried about my team. All it takes is just one move or two um, to make my team just that much better. Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins, of course, is a guy I'm leaning on to be just that, that late that late round quarterback that's going to bring the great value. So far, the first two games, he he has brung just that. Um, last game, of course, against the freaking Buffalo Bills. I don't know. Maybe they just had a bad night of sleep and just woke up thinking that it is just you know they was just going to win and yeah. go home, and that <laughs> definitely was not the case. Uh, but he can make up this Thursday against the Rams. I hope. Um, but yeah. So I'm one and two in that league. Another league that I am in for, it's really the bigger money league. I am two and one. Uh, my undefeated streak has officially ended because Kirk Cousins is on that team as well. But uh, to go with them, I have Odell Beckham Jr., Nelson Aguilar, Kareem Hunt, Jamal Williams, Trey Burton. You actually drafted Kareem Hunt after we specifically talked about you shouldn't I was stuck, right? <laughs> and my laptop was doing something funky. I was in the 12th pick the uh, last round, and I had auto-pick. I was so mad because I wanted Michael Thomas right there with OBJ and didn't get him. So that one was like a pissed-off type of pick. Um, Larry Fitzgerald, Evan Ingram, who just got hurt, which sucks. Deion Lewis again. Josh Gordon again. Rashad Penny. Uh, the kicker from Kansas City, and I have Denver's defense, who I'm probably going to get rid of as well. So, see, there's a lot of potential, but again, work the waiver wire. Yeah. Make some trades. Find somebody. For sure. That you can, you know, work together with and, and see what you can do. Um, I'm in three leagues. I only commented on two. On the third league, I'm actually one and two. Um... I should be 3-0. I honestly believe I should be in 3-0. And here's why. Because I have Cam Newton, Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham Jr., Joe Mixon, Jesus James Christ. Conner, Trey both? Burton, Mike Williams, uh, Jared Goff. What? <laughs> I know. How did you, how did I you know. pull that off? So I actually traded for Odell Beckham Jr. And I got rid of Ajahi, um, Stefan Diggs, and somebody else. And in return, uh, I got Odell Beckham uh LaShawn McCoy mm. and Robbie Anderson. Mm. Um, but I was just, I'm, I mean, if I can have the number one receiver, Antonio Brown, and the number three receiver, Odell Beckham, and my team, I'll take it. I will. <laughs> I, I, only thing I don't like about your team is LaShawn McCoy being on there. Oh, oh I'll probably drop him. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Or trade him. I would most likely try to trade him. I don't trade know who's going to. kicker. I don't know. Yeah, I'm about to say, I don't know what you're going to get back for him. So, as as a running back that you need on your league, uh, what's waiver wire pickup that you're looking at? Oof, man. Waiver wire is a few hours away. It is. Um, honestly, looking at waiver wire in our league is pretty, pretty shaky. Uh, the only, only guys I'm actually considering here, it's going to have to be freaking Buck Allen. Javorius Allen. I like me. him. Yeah, I like him. He, he's definitely um, doing something good, especially with Kenneth Dixon out for the year. Yeah. Um, Alex Collins is is still the lead back, but Buck Allen is actually the goal line back. Yeah. And he's actually getting some nice numbers in there. So I like I like him. Um, definitely try to go for someone like that, like Buck Allen. See, um, I mean, probably 
TJ Yeldon again if if you already have him. Corey Grant, back up for him. Yeah. Um See the running back position is so thin, it's so hard. And wide receivers, you can go ahead and say, dude, get Tyler uh was Tyler, Tyler Boyd. Boy? Yeah, yeah Tyler from, Boy. from Cincinnati. Get him, because AJ Green might be hurt for a week or two. Um you make sure you get Giovanni Bernard. Mm-hmm. Uh you should already have him. Um freaking Albert Wilson from the from the Dolphins. Yeah. Is it is he from the Dolphins? I think so, yeah. Um he, hey, if you're don't have a quarterback, let's put Try Baker Mayfield. Hmm. Who are they playing this week? The Raiders. That's a good matchup. Yeah. That's definitely a good matchup to, to stream. So see, just definitely you can always stream. Find someone who you just need to fill in. Week four is already here, which means that there are people on bye. Carolina's on a bye. Washington Redskins is on a bye. Jared Goff is a guy on the waiver wires in this other league that I'm in. Which is pretty interesting. Which is pretty interesting indeed. He should not be. Or he really shouldn't. He's no. going against my man Kirk, so I don't know. I kind of want to get him, but then again, our bench in this league is very thin because we only we only bench four people. Oh, okay. So I don't know, but yeah, uh, definitely, definitely, uh, peep the waiver wires, folks. If you need a wide receiver, in some leagues, not all, but some leagues, there's still. Mike Williams floating out there, so if you see him, definitely uh definitely, definitely go him get him. Absolutely. Another another dark horse kind of guy that I would look at. Um Even Chris Godwin is still up there. A guy that I've owned in the past and he's always giving me headaches. But and I don't know if this is fluky, maybe it's just because it's the first three weeks, or maybe he's poised to at least show some type of consistency throughout the year. But if you do need a wide receiver, maybe a guy that's that's that you probably want to roster as like your wide receiver three or four, John Brown from Baltimore. I like how he's been playing. Um, he's been looking nice. He is pretty so pretty nice there. You know, I mean, he's giving me headaches when he used to play for the Cardinals because every time I played him, he either just sucked or got hurt. But then when I had him on the bench. He'll break out for a big game, and I'll be so like you. yeah, I'll be so pissed off. I'm like, dude, like why? But you know, John Brown is definitely a guy that I would look at for like the deeper leagues, who you know you don't have too many wide receivers on waivers that right. you know and you hey, can pick up. What about defense? You know, um, defense right now, you know, stream. Everyone had high hopes for Denver. They're not playing that well. Stream of defense, baby. And they're playing Kansas City this week, so you maybe not want to play. No, <laughs> not at maybe all. Maybe you want to play the Detroit Lions, who they're facing in the Dallas Cowboys, who are not very good. Stay uh, away. Maybe you want to go for I don't know Seattle defense, who you thought the Legion of Boom wasn't existing, but they're actually pretty decent again, and they're playing Arizona. Josh Rosen, you, you worried about that? No, not at all. Mm. Not at all. Uh, and again, maybe if you're lucky like me in my league, the Chargers are available. And they're facing a San Francisco Jimmy Garoppolo-less mm. 49ers. Mm. Oh, that sucks for him, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, it man. It really sucks. High hopes. High hopes that for really that team. It really sucks, man. Um, and, uh, I feel like because yeah. uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is down, a lot of the, the the players, their fantasy radar goes down with them. Oh, yeah, like for George sure. Kittle, for like George Kittle, like Marquise Goodwin. I think Matt Breida is still a quarter, uh, running back to own there. Yeah. 
I would doubt, man, that just gave me an well, yeah, idea. Yeah, like, like I, I said, definitely, definitely go in and and uh, work the waiver wires, make some trades. Don't be afraid. If you're not happy with your team right now, do some moves. It's still it's early in the three. season, folks. It's only week three. I've seen people start 0-6 and then they win the championship because they worked the waiver wires and they made trades. It doesn't end in the draft. People get hurt. Players stop playing well. Josh Gordon starts smoking marijuana again. It just happens. <laughs> and you just can't. You All you have to do is just make sure you adjust and adjust and you'll find your breakout player. Darn straight. And that's how it is. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. So, folks, I mean, that's just going to wrap it up for... This is fun. For us coming back, you know, for week three, hopefully. We're going to keep going, guys. We're going to keep bringing it in. It's hard for Dave and I to make, you know, our schedules to coexist at the same time. It's hard, but we'll make it work. We're making this work. Definitely making it work, man. Uh, Before we close out, though, Ooh, we have to give a shout out to uh, the guys at Full Cup Press. Definitely. Thank you, you know, So if anybody listening to us, you're into basketball. Basketball season is coming it's up. It's coming up, and it's an exciting league this you know? year again. I don't know if y'all peeped the, the media days for, for all the teams and stuff, but, you know, it's Yo, coming. Jimmy, it's coming. Jimmy Butler's a jacket. <laughs> he is, though. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where he gets traded to. But, you know, for all, all the news on, on the NBA, tune into my boys, man. Full Cup Press. Um, Father Verds, Tim Strong, Bond, Chris, DJ Stutter, everybody. Thank you, guys. Tune into them. And then uh, shout out to Cheap Connoisseur. Um, normally, I read the freaking script, but it's, I don't have it in front of me. It's been three weeks, man. rusty. <laughs> I don't have it in front of me, but shout, shout out to Cheap Connoisseur on Instagram TV. Uh, shout out to Strong University. They are... We talked about it. Yeah, we talked about it, I think. But they have a sale right now. Everything on Strong University's website. Only 20 freaking bucks, Okay. So go to stronguniversity.online, check out the gear, the hats, the shirts, the polos, all that stuff. We're clearing house, $20. And of course, use our uh, our code FFW2018. We still get the hookup. 50% off your purchase. 50. So take advantage of these sweet deals and uh, shop with Strong University. This is D Hayes. This is Angelo. We are signing out. Week four is on the way. See ya. Peace.